I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All right, uh, I'm Joey Lawson. I'm Thomas Welch. And we're going to talk about the... Uh rest of the season i guess the second half we're here around december last night right yeah, yeah. i'm here too i'm not gonna say much <laughs> you can chime in whenever i'm you just want, here Taylor. for you know stupid comments <laughs> <laughs> um i believe the last time we were here the topic of the podcast was lose for hughes yes yeah um, i was i was all on board for that <laughs> i so also I. believe that monday is game one of the stanley cup finals yeah so um, yeah I, I don't even i don't even know where to start with that it's just like I mean, I still I, want him. But. Yeah, I'm, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Like, I still want him. Honestly, Capo Caco is looking pretty fucking good. But yeah, uh, I mean, just talking about like, like the turnaround in general. Like, I can't remember like the last time a team like just went from like worst to first. No, it's so it's fast. it's crazy. I mean, with like, uh, like a coach that like no one's really. I mean, they heard of him. And, like, he's a former player, but like with the Flyers, I think he had like a. <clears throat> average like 500 record or something like yeah it wasn't like that it wasn't really like panned out bring up a rookie goaltender that's 25 years fourth on our depth chart at that point like yeah i mean just like the stupidest things happen it all comes together and the next thing you know you're in the stanley cup finals like it's just insane i mean i think injuries had to do with it our blue line was finally healthy we had uh bowman strout for a little bit i think tarasenko was still recovering Mm -hmm. from his uh, shoulder surgery and then you uh got guys coming up like robert thomas who like at first he was pretty raw and then Ridiculous. just, like, as soon as Barubi comes in, because um, I think he's, like, the – he used to be, like, the de- development coach, like, the player development or something. He was, like – Oh, really? For the uh, – for, like, the AHL team, I think. Or he was, like, one of the coaches for the AHL team. So really? He knew, I didn't like, know that. He knew, like, a bunch of, like, the young guys, and that's kind of, like, why they brought him in. Um, but, yeah, so, like, as soon as he came in, he was just, like – I'm guessing he's just, like, dude, just, like, play your game. Stop trying to pass to everybody, like – you're good. People know you're good. Like, use your skill set. And then yeah. next thing you know, he just, like, starts popping off left and right. Like, I think sending him down would have been a 
detrimental mistake. Yeah, because I, I don't think we'd be this far without him. Because oh, he only had thirty three points on the season, but I think he had like eleven points in his last fifteen games mm-hmm. for the regular season or something like that. But he just got progressively better. And yeah, just look at like the chemistry and stuff. Like there was so much like shuffling with the lines and like yeah. obviously under like obviously under like Mike Yo like. Uh, he's Who? not really like yeah exactly <laughs> like he's not really like a barn burner like i mean he's kind of a guy like you fight for but like he's right. not gonna like instill a fucking like rage in you or something so it's like well i think that line is just perfect because you have maroon on the left side he brings the physicality he's good along the boards and bozak just has ridiculous hockey iq he's yeah. so smart and then robert thomas obviously has the skill and speed yeah so i think and when you bring all those together you have a really dangerous line exactly with- like like you're talking about like that physicality is nice and like you put Robert Thomas on a line with anybody, like he's gonna find a way to get them open and like, right. give them a scoring chance. So and I speaking think- of the physicality, I was listening to uh, Dmitry Filipovich talking about the Blues, and he brought up that we're not like an overly, we're not winning because of our size. Our guys are skilled, and they just happen to be really big. Yeah, it's, that's what I've noticed. Yeah, I'd yeah. agree with that too. Yeah. And they're just like they use their skill well, but it's like they, I think they use their physicality more for like fifty-fifty battles and right. like, just like outworking instead of like oh they're gonna like injure the whole team which is what like sharks fans were trying to say and like, yeah it's not really a thing yeah whatever like, we didn't go out there trying to hurt players like right they're just playing their style of hockey so i want to talk about some of the playoff upsets before we get into the blues specifically you want to start with tampa yeah because that was the <laughs> would it be wrong to say that was the biggest choke in sports history like i don't i don't know about sports history maybe like i don't know, I don't know. see because the warriors um, was it 2016? They blew a three and one lead. Yeah, famously. See, they at least made the finals, and that—that's true. That undefeated Patriots team again made it to the Super Bowl. Like this yeah. was round one. Yeah, <laughs> that's swept. true. That's fair. Like, it was. That's fair for sure. But like, I, and I just, I just think it goes to show that like, and the Blues were kind of this way for a while too, with like Backus and those guys. Like they try and bring in like all these like skill guys and like talented players, but like you like. They didn't I feel do like anything the, at the yeah, deadline. I feel like this year I feel like this year that we did a good job of like like obviously we got like Ryan O'Reilly, which is like a huge asset yeah. and just been an absolute like catalyst for our team. But like if you don't bring in guys that like want to play for your team, like David Perron and like Pat Maroon and like guys who like are there to win a cup and like want to fight for each other, like yeah. you can't just have like I think Hitchcock said like you can't just have like independent contractors like going in and like playing hockey for themselves and I feel yeah, I like that. I feel like we had that for a long time and I feel like that was probably the problem with Tampa. Well also they Columbus was playing playoff games since March. They That's were true. fighting for a spot <laughs> and Tampa true. sealed up the they locked up the President's Trophy like a month before yeah. the season ended. So they just kind of coasted. Yeah, they tied in. the all-time win record and yeah, just kind of coasted in and got yeah. Also Nikita Kucherov, Steven Stamkos and Braden Point I think we're combined ghosts. for like 4 points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. Just, Columbus's power play was on fire, so it was special teams had a lot to do with it. Yeah. It's just a weird playoffs in general, though. Like yeah, Pittsburgh sure. getting swept by New York. All the division who got like, swept by Carolina. Yeah, all the first seeds got swept by Boston. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's just nice, like to me, because like you've got like leagues like the NBA where like it's basically dominated, and you just like kind of see like teams in the regular season, like okay, this team's gonna go f- win the finals, and then like I don't even watch like the playoffs. And then the finals get there, and I'm like, oh, it's exactly who I thought it would be, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's just, like, it's just a nice breath of, like, fresh air to kind of, like, have new teams. Like, the Capitals last year and, like, the Blues in there this year. It's Did like, you make a bracket for the playoffs? 
I didn't, I did, and it was brutal. <laughs> I went two for eight, I think. Yeah. I had San Jose right, because I had San Jose over Tampa in the final. Mm-hmm. So I had San Jose winning and the Blues winning, and I think everything else I was wrong yeah. about. I think I had up until, I think I had San Jose right in the conference, and then I had the Blues beating them, but everything else, like. Yeah. yeah. No. The East especially was. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a mess. Yeah. It was crazy. All right. So I want to get into, I guess, Stanley Cup final keys. What are your. Uh, keys for this. I think our our keys, the Blues key, is definitely gonna be that fourth line, just because both teams are so deep, like depth wise. You talking like, about Steen, Barbashev, Sunquist line? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Like just because like they've got um, like Marshan, Bergeron, and uh, Pasta on the first line. That's and, the like, best line in hockey. Yeah, that's yeah. like that that if they're firing on all cylinders, like they're gonna be tough to handle. Um, and then they got like. I think DeBrusque, Backus, and somebody else on the second stand line. DeBrusque. I hate that game <laughs> so much. But like, it's a little pause. All the way down to their third line, and then they've got like Charlie Coyle, Marcus Johansson, and somebody else. But like, and like those guys are good at hockey too. Like, yeah, they fired up and stuff. But like, so like all the way down to their third line, I feel like they're as deep as we are. And like. Our fourth line is kind of like what's going to set us apart. I agree with that. Because they're an absolute. We have more depth. Yeah, just a workhorse, and they're going to get. If they don't, if they don't know about our fourth line, they're going to get a slap in the face of reality real fast. Yeah, I think special teams are going to play a really big role because their power play right now is clicking on thirty four percent, and their penalty kill is also pretty good at eighty six point three. We're sitting at I think nineteen percent power play. Yeah. And 78% penalty goal. So that's pretty good. Yeah. That's going to be a big key. Tuka Rask is definitely going to be. <laughs> yeah. Tuka is my Con Smythe favorite right now. Yeah. I came up with a favorite for each team. Like, it's the guy between the pipes for both teams. It's Bennington versus Tuka, I think. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, I feel like with Con Smythe, like a lot of people like looking at stats and stuff. Yeah. And if they do look at that, I feel like. You have to take Rask over Bennington just because. I do too. Well, I mean, there's been a few times, I think like six times in history, a player on the losing teams won the Conn Smythe. The oh, last really? time was in 2003 when the Devils won, but the Ducks goalie, Jagur, was just so good. They yeah. just gave it to him anyway. There's a picture of him crying holding it because he didn't win <laughs> It's brutal. It's brutal. But <laughs> Not it's just that. Google Sad Jagur. It'll <laughs> pop up. But yeah. Uh, I'd probably honestly, I'd probably take Jaden Schwartz over Bennington. He was my runner-up. Like I feel like for us personally, like as Blues fans, we like know that Bennington is like our MVP because if we had Jake Allen in pipes, like this run doesn't happen. Yeah, Jaden Schwartz is criminally underrated among yeah. like the I mean, hockey masses. It's, two hat tricks and like one playoff run is just insane. I'm yeah, like, Marshan was my runner-up for Boston. I think he has 18 points right yeah, now. Yeah, he's, he's been, been good. Fire, so. And I had Preko as a dark horse. Yeah, Pareko's been honestly Pareko's been. A, I feel like he's overshadowed Petrangelo a lot. I did too just because he, like Petrangelo, like I feel like a lot of people question like like the captaincy and stuff and like whether he's elite or not. And I don't think he's like I don't think he's not elite. I just think the last series with the Sharks for sure he wasn't playing at that level. Yeah, to me that, that was Pareko's coming out party. Yeah, this, but like when he was on the ice, they could not generate any offense yeah. whatsoever. I mean, there's like, there's a couple games where like, you could argue that like, <laughs> like Pareko had like as big a saves as like Bennington. As yeah, it's like, crazy. The puck like trickles behind him. He freaking like dives and like 
makes like a borderline save on the goal line. It's just like yeah, stuff like the, that. You can't really like teach that. Yeah, he just awesome. knows where like the puck's at. Yeah. Uh, I do think that whether Vince Dunn comes back or not is going to be huge. Actually, about that, I have a source that said he is. He is? So he is playing Monday. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank God. So that's cool. Yeah, we need him. He's so good at zone entries. I mean, he's almost like a rover. Like, he looks like a winger out there sometimes. Yeah, but for sure. Yeah. And um, that game where he got hurt, I feel like he was playing so well. Like, yeah. before, like, it all happened and stuff, he was just, like, like you were saying, like, neutral zone entries and, like, the his skill of keeping the puck, like, in the zone on yeah. the blue line is just insane. And another thing is we usually play him on the third pairing, so he doesn't see a lot of tough competition. Yeah. So he's going to be able to generate quite a bit of offense yeah. unless and we especially decide to move with, him up. I mean, Boston's got Chara, McAvoy, and uh, Krug. But, like, outside of those guys, like, they don't really have anyone that, like, jumps out on paper at you. Yeah. And, like, and we've got... like, 90 years right, old. Right, yeah, so. exactly. And we've got Pareko, Petrangelo, and... Uh, Bo Meester's been good. Yeah, like, Bo Meester. So, like, I feel like Vince, like like you were saying, like, Vince Dunn could give us that edge in, like, the defensive game. For yeah. Sure. I've really liked uh, Tarasenko the last series. Yeah. Eight points in six games. It looks like he got, like, a, like, a lot of people were talking about, like, why isn't he showing up? Like, he's he just looks like he's, like, lost out there in, like, the national broadcast. And literally, like, the next game, he just, like, looked like he had, like, a fire lit under him. So. <clears throat> yeah, he's going to be that's, huge. That's nice to see. penalty yeah. shot, man. Was, yeah, that oh, was nasty. Yeah, that was, oh, Phenomenal. Oh, God. That's another thing. I've, I don't know if you've noticed this, but if he's not scoring on the power play, we are not scoring on the power yeah. play. Yeah, I so agree. he's gonna be huge for that. And like, I don't know what. Like for a while, I was like confused about our power play because I was like, it looks like guys aren't really set up for like one timers, which is like. Yeah, I don't like playing Tarasenko on the left side. I, I don't either, but shot. I think like, I don't. He doesn't take a lot of one timers, so no, he like, doesn't have a very. I feel well like he'd rather cradle it and yeah. just wrist it off. But, like, I feel, I think, I forget which game it was, but they put, like, David Perron on, like, the other side, and he, like, scored on the power play or something on a one-timer, or, like, yeah, a clapper he, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he can play either wing. Yeah. So, I think putting him on the left side and Tarasenko on the right side for a power play is yeah, a good look. Yeah, I agree. Don and Pareko just, back there. Yeah, but. for sure. But it's just, like, I feel like our power play is set up more for, like, possession than, like shooting or like trying to score and then they like try and do like backdoor passes like right in front of the net yeah which like is good i guess and it works sometimes but i wonder whether or not like why that leads to so many like odd man rushes like down the other way you know? yeah i don't know we, uh, we need to work on that yeah you want to talk about gloria for a minute <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah i just uh, it's so weird what a story happens. <laughs> yeah I know. i've honestly listened to it like couple hundred more times than yeah. i care to admit yeah last few Same. weeks but <laughs> every time 98.1 puts it on like that 24 hour thing yeah i'm on there all day like it's <laughs> just i'm bumping with the windows down yeah after it's the so sharks nice. series i was like just driving around with it down like just in parking lots like letting it be known that yeah. i'm listening to it and I'm pissing people off but um pete blackburn i think had that show and he's like oh gloria is like ours now and like trying to like yeah just like troll blues fans it's just like Okay. <laughs> I like how it started. Just our, our players got drunk in Philadelphia. Oh, I know. Yeah. Then, was that like a strip club, wasn't it? I don't know. I think, yeah, there's a couple different stories out, and I think there's a PG version, but I'm pretty sure it was yeah. like a strip club or yeah. something. And they were like, just like. It's a good song. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Two drunk guys were like, play Gloria all night long, and the Blues were like, dude, that's what? lit. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that was really cool. And like the. 
the lady who sings it has like a Twitter account that like keeps popping off on everybody on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, it's crazy. And Cause she she's not away, actually alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's like her best friend handling the account, but yeah. You, I think it was like there was like uh, Tony X actually tweeted out. Was like, he's like dude he's like dude we gotta get laura to a game and then the next tweet was just like oh, oh my dead. god yeah, she's dead uh, i saw that oh my god i laughed so hard do you think bennington is like a cyborg or i dude like, I, what is with his everybody keeps comparing him to andrew hammond and it's just like no just yeah andrew hammond played way beyond what he was supposed to be because he was a below average AHL goalie and just kind of yeah. went off in the NHL and Bennington. I mean, he was like a B level prospect. Yeah. So, yeah, and just like I, th- I feel like, like fans from other teams are just kind of like saying that to say like, oh, like this year's of like a fluke and he's gonna like fall off, which like very well could happen. But like, th- I think if you just like look at the eye test and like look at like, yeah, the structure of his play and like. He just looks so calm all the time. Like, he doesn't make, like, desperation saves, really. Everything. you see what he said about, uh, because he was in Providence for a little bit, and, like, they're asking <laughs> oh, yeah. something along the lines about of, his, like, about yeah, the like, coach. Yeah, the team's going to know you pretty well. And he's like, that's good. Yeah, he's like, that's cool, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and Pat Maroon started when laughing. He, when they asked him about being booed in Winnipeg, his response was, it's kind of cool. Yeah. And he's just cold as ice. It's ridiculous. Yeah, ice in his veins for sure. I mean, you've seen the, like, overhead footage of when we went, and he just skates off. He just skates off. off, yeah. No emotion whatsoever. <laughs> I don't even think I've seen him smile. I, yeah, I think there was one game he, like, didn't even stay for, like, the goalie hugs and stuff, and they yeah, asked him about left. it, and he was like, I just always wanted to try it, just see what would happen, and I did. <laughs> I like, yeah, he's awesome. Christ. Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, I think Jake Allen wouldn't be bad as, like, a 1B goalie next yeah. year. Like, I know we're not to next season. Everyone's focused on the finals. But I think keeping Jake as a 1B, or like you said, trading him off for, like, a Chad Johnson type goalie until yeah. he's so ready. Yeah, be a bad I, would, idea. I would agree with that for sure. I I mean, you want to have, like, a veteran presence in goal, but at the same time, like, if you're paying a guy, what is it, 4 or $5 million to Something like to that. On the bench, Too much. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you can trade him in the offseason, I definitely would, but I wouldn't mind having him as, like, a backup. I just want to say, are you tired of the NBC announcers? Um, games. Very, it's, it's yes. horrible. I Pierre Maguire is just insufferable. Twitter yeah. hates I can't <laughs> hear it, guys, the 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 one clip where he was like, "I already got my playing ticket, like booked back to San Jose for Game Seven. I was like, "Dude, they're literally like like half your team. They just got is staying in the <laughs> locker room. Yeah, yeah, like two guys didn't even make the trip to St. Louis. One of them was a game time decision and didn't play. And they're like three of your best players, and you're out here saying like." Oh, th- game seven, easy. I'm calling it now. It's like, do you listen to yourself talk, dude? Like, it's crazy. Man. I was just tired of, like, we would literally score, and they're like, and the Blues score, and that's why Joe Thornton's the first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. Shut <laughs> up. Or, like, there's a video on Facebook or something of some dude that's, like, yeah. doing the announcement. He's holding, like, a tube of toothpaste or something. <laughs> I saw that. Start shooting it off. Oh, my God, <laughs> When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Joe Thornton! Oh, so bad. And he, he was pretty good. Like, I'm not going to lie, he had the two-goal game. I think the hand pass game yeah. was good. And I, he was playing with an injured groin, too. So yeah. Like, I mean, he probably injured that groin from... All the NBC announcers talking about him, but yeah. But speaking of groins, do you? Th- I never thought I'd say that. But I'm- <laughs> speaking of groins, check out this cool website. Yeah, do you think? Uh, <laughs> you think Eric Carlson's injuries can affect his next contract? Um, God, I don't know. I mean, probably. I would say in retrospect, because I feel like San Jose fans aren't like. I, th- I think he's done with San Jose. Yeah, I think he's I do out. too. Because I, I mean, you just like look at his comments about like the playoffs and like how much like the city meant to him in his time here. It just sounded like a funeral kind of. Yeah, um, but if you watch him skate, he looks like he was about at thirty percent. Yeah, and he still he still leads the playoffs in assists, mm-hmm. so he's obviously still producing. He just couldn't play defense. But yeah, whatsoever. And, like he was injured a lot of that like this regular season too. Yeah. Wasn't he? So like, I feel like. San Jose fans will just be like, oh, like, he didn't do anything. Like, he's not as good as we thought he was. It's like, dude, he was hurt. Like, yeah, he was hurt. And the majority like I said, of the year. still had the most assists yeah. in the entire playoffs. I mean, in my opinion, when healthy, he's the best defenseman in the world. Yeah. But I, I agree. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I, I don't think the money is going to be a factor. I think some teams are going to still pay him 11 million ish. Yeah. But I think the term, because, or maybe like um, the Hockey News podcast was saying, you might just have to accept, like, Malkin, you're going to get him for 60 games a year instead yeah. of 82. Yeah. So how many games do you think this is going? Seven. Seven? Yeah. Just because, like, as, oh, my God, just how evenly matched both teams are and, like, just with how everything's gone this season for, like, the Blues, like, everything's seemed like a storybook, kind of like 2011 Cardinals, like, yeah, the most dramatic possible, like, movie scripted rise to the playoffs and eventual, like, win. So I feel like I'm just going to call it game seven. Pat Maroon scores six. the game winner. I'm saying six, just because. So we can win at home. Yeah, so we're gonna win at home, yeah. and in poetic fashion, it's gonna be Maroon. Yeah, with the overtime right, I'll take game winner for that. That would be so Robert sick. Thomas. <laughs> oh God, it's gonna be a repeat of Game Seven in Dallas. And then I won't wake up till August. Yeah. <laughs> be blacked out all summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm also tired of NBC shoving down our throats that it's a rematch. From 1970, yeah, kind of like, like, dude, just like stop oh, showing that, the Bobby Orr clip. That's please. not gonna be done. That's gonna be no. That's through the whole series. Yeah, this thing's yeah. over. Did you know that 49 years ago, the Blues played <laughs> Bobby the Bruins Orr in the playoffs. flew through the Zidane Char was only 25 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. He's an absolute unit. I want to see Pat Maroon fight Zidane. I just, I don't even care who fights him. I just want to see Zidane Chara fight somebody. I mean, it's gonna be like fighting so a giraffe. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like swinging up at him, like. Oh my god, and his reach is so long. Like, that's why I think he's still effective. It's just because he's six foot nine. Yeah. Like if he was an average height, because he's so slow. Like yeah. he cannot. Skate. He really is. He's just his sticks just so long that he just breaks everything up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think uh, I think Brad Marchand is gonna be. Who do you think he's gonna annoy? Who do you think Brad Marchand is gonna try to get under their skin? <laughs> well, 
I feel like the easy like target for him would be Pat Maroon, but but yeah, they already asked Pat Maroon about it. He was like the like a player like that. Like the best way to get under his skin is just to ignore him. Cause I do. He's like I try to do the same thing. Like if I'm like getting people like pissed off or like getting a rise out of somebody, like it's making like my game better. Yeah. So like Pat Maroon was basically like I'm telling everybody like just to ignore him. I feel like. Out of like hotheads on the team, maybe like he's gonna piss off Shen. Yeah, probably like Braden Shen, maybe Sammy Blay. Yeah, oh, like, I want to see Sammy like Blay just dude. crush him. <laughs> yeah. Did you see what he said in the Columbus series? Like, so he stepped on Cam Cam Atkinson's stick and broke it, and they Mark asked him Shen? about it. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. like, "Did you break a stick on purpose?" He's like, "No, he was he hit me, and he was trying to dull my skate blade." I'm like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't even own up to it. Yeah, and then I think the same reporter like asked him about it again or something. Yeah, he was just like, like yep. skated away. Nope. I want to go back to the Boston and Toronto series. Do you think that uh, you think Kadri's done in Toronto after getting suspended? Yeah, two years in a row. Yeah, that's in the it's playoffs. Just, it's just not a good look. Like, I don't know. Like, he's like not one of their like key players anyway. So for like, yeah. See, I don't know. See, the last two seasons before this one, he was a thirty goal scorer. But obviously, adding John Tavares, you're gonna move him down the lineup. Yeah. So. And plus, they have William Nylander who can play center. That's who, true. Who, by the way, is not overpaid, and I'm tired of seeing that narrative. Yeah, he's yeah, not he's overpaid. A monster. He's ridi- he had a bad season. I think his shooting percentage was like a third of what it normally is. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna regress to the mean. Like, yeah, I'm just it's tired of seeing right. the narrative that he's overpaid. Yeah, I'm. I'd agree with that for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I just I don't know. Kadri is like he's good, but it's just like I feel like his like penalties and stuff like are like more detrimental to the team than like. Definitely, like, last year, I guess. Like, if he's scoring 30 goals, like, you can kind of bite the bullet more. But, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of a rule of thumb that you don't retaliate yeah, like that in the playoffs. Like, he just cross-checked Jake DeBrus yeah. to the face. I just like that they gave him the whole series. Yeah, I yeah, did too. Yeah. Um, are there any players, you think, that, like, kind of aren't in the spotlight that are going to be more well-known now? Mm. They just had a good playoffs. Some guy that pops out to me is Jacob Slavin, the Hurricanes. Oh, for sure, yeah. He was a brick wall back there. Yeah, he was crazy. Um, I think Tomas Hurdle and Timo Meyer. Yeah, both that's got a lot fair. Of I think Robert Thomas for sure made yeah. a name for himself. Yeah. Um, even like Jaden Schwartz, like we were talking about, is just like yeah. criminally underrated NHL wise, and like I feel like two yeah. hat tricks kind of pops off the yeah. pops off the stat sheet at you. So right, and then Maybe elite sniper. Robert Bortuzzo. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that backhand was so filthy. I was, yeah, like, was like, I was a, like, that oh. was a Crosby Patrick Angle. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, <laughs> I nasty. literally, I saw him pinching in. I was like, oh, here we go. He's gonna like one time or something. And he said, Nuts. give him the head fake and top titties. I was like, oh my god. I, don't th- I think that was that. his first time. This is his first playoff goal ever, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And they said like, it was his first playoff game in the NHL or something. And then they were like, do you remember the last time you scored, like, a playoff goal? And he was like, no. <laughs> He's like, but you're going to tell me. And right. they were like, it was, like, in, like, the AHL, like, 12 or 15 or some some odd, like, years ago. And he was like, yeah, I would have never, <laughs> never <laughs> remembered that. All right. So, game one, score. It's at Boston, right? Yep, yeah. It's the first two games are in Boston. I'll say... I'll I'll say three to two, Blues, and that's then exactly what I was. And thinking. then I'll take 
I bet Boston wins game two. Yeah, because we've been so good on the road. That's what. I, yeah, that's what. That's I was why thinking. I'm glad they have home ice advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Right. Because it kind of works out for us, but like, because it's just like their mindset or something. Like, just having everybody like against you, just kind of like everybody was like all season. I feel like kind of like like molds over into that like idea of like oh we're just gonna come in like take names like do our thing and like stick it to them yeah i think going into game five we need to be tied to two because boston in games where they can eliminate their opponent tukarask has let in one goal in all three games it's crazy. so yeah we need to be it needs to be three two after game five or yeah. we need to win game five mm-hmm. otherwise i think it's gonna be dangerous yeah and i feel like just like one of the keys is like just making sure to like keep pressure on Tukarask because like if he if he gets like settled in and like just like calm and like there's like spells where he's like not like doing anything and we're not like exhausting him like yeah it's gonna be hard to like get past him yeah we've seen goalies fall apart in the finals the last few years like I believe entering the final last year Marc-Andre Fleury was like unanimous con Smythe and yeah Washington kind of picked him apart. That's like, true. I think game... I mean, Vegas won game one, but I think it was 6-5 overtime win. Mm-hmm. In uh, 2017, Tuco Rask... Or not Tuco Rask, uh, Pecorine was unstoppable in the first three rounds, and they got to the finals, and Crosby and Malkin just kind of picked him apart. Yeah, that's so. fair. And, I mean, we... Like, as far as the Vesna goes, like, Ben Bishop's probably, like, one of the front runners, if not the front runner, to, like, win that. And we got past him, so... Yeah, I gained so much respect for him in Game 7, yeah. making 50-something saves. Yeah, that was yeah. nuts, dude. And just the fact that he's, like, a St. Louis boy, like... Yeah. He, like, even if we would have lost that game, I would have been like, you know what, like... There was... We did everything <laughs> yeah, we, we could. Yeah, we did everything like, we could. He, he literally won that game by himself for them. Like, yeah. I would have been all right with Back it. Back to and, Dallas, and we're talking about guys who kind of made a name for themselves. Rupe Hints. Yeah, was so for good. sure. I, that kid is so... He's almost as fast as Connor yeah. McDavid and like, like all those like wraparound attempts every time he went behind the net I was like oh yeah the Jamie God. Ben wraparound was ridiculous then oh, Preco almost put it in our net yeah God, just kind of scary yeah that but. was scary <laughs> Christ and then like I feel like uh, a lot of Dallas fans are like up in arms over I think I don't know if it was a wraparound attempt but there was like one where the puck like went right across the net and I, I don't remember who was there but one of our guys like kind of like cross-checked him out of the way and like it's overtime in the playoffs so like they're putting their whistles away and stuff like a bunch of dallas fans were like oh we would have won the game if like he didn't get cross-checked like it was a tap-in pretty much but maybe don't play him after perico murders him in game six so (laughs) speaking of officiating do you think this gonna play any role in this series uh no because we got west mccully so (laughs) i thought he was out i think i think he's popped a hammy is he yeah he popped a hammy but i I saw a lineup for like the officials and he okay, was in that's there. Good. So. Yeah, he's at least on paper he's there. He's the best ref in the league. Oh, so. easily, and he's funny. He's so funny. Is he? Yeah, like they they do like uh, calls and stuff, and like or they like I don't know. You just like look at like the NHL and like having him like mic'd up and stuff. Just the way that he talks to players is like kind of like lighthearted, and he's like, oh, go on, like stuff. And, yeah, well, I saw a lot of people saying... Just a cool uh, dude. Yeah, like Sharks fans were saying that after the hand pass, calls were 2-1 to one in our favor, and they said that's why we won. But, like, <laughs> they got outscored 12-2. Dude, anytime, anytime 
I've seen that a lot too. Games. Like, yeah. just anytime Sharks fans complain about officiating, I'm just like, see ya. Vegas should have been. Shouldn't yeah. even be here. Like, yeah, right, right. That, <laughs> just shut up. Be lucky. In Vegas's defense, don't let in four goals on one power play. Yeah, but but at the same time, like, that's not a five minute major. Yeah, sorry. Is there anything else you want to talk about or? No, go Blues. Yeah, go Blues. What do you think, do you think the biggest difference is from now, when, compared to when they were fighting each other in practice? What what was the turnaround? Was there one significant thing, or was it a buildup of more? I think the turnaround. I think just like confidence levels in general. So you talk about, um, like, I guess Jordan Bennington coming up, like, just having like a goalie on the back end that can actually save like one-time attempts or like tapping goals that like and like desperation saves and like make saves that he's like not supposed to I feel like gives a lot of confidence to the defense because they don't have to always be perfect they can avoid the defense their, like, was not good in front of Jake Allen in no. Jake Allen's defense in the beginning of the year our defense was not good a hundred percent a hundred percent but the problem with that was I feel like it kind of like our defense just kind of spiraled yeah. at times because like if they made a mistake it was almost like oh well here we go like they're gonna score right here because Jake sucks and like yeah. it, they just kind of like I don't think it was Jake Allen's fault I don't think it was entirely our defense's fault although it should weigh have more heavily on like their shoulders but like the fact that they were both bad like just kind of like played off of each other yeah, I agree. that makes sense. Like and I having, said, we were kind of injury plagued. Like Tarasenko, yeah. like Ryan O'Reilly was fantastic the entire season. Yeah, and he and, and he got. I'm pretty sure he got hurt in the Dallas series because yeah, he, his hand. I think it's his wrist or something. Yeah, he hasn't been good on faceoffs. But and the he's last, usually the, the faceoff guy. Yeah, and but. the last game I think against the Sharks, he like had three assists. I think. Right? I think so. Well, and, a lot of people are saying he's not producing well, but when you go up against Shifley, Wheeler, Connor, and round one, Ben Sagan, Rajlov in round two. Then Couture, Meyer, and whoever in round three. Yeah. And then next round he's gonna be up against Marshan Pashanak first round. Like yeah. he's, he's he's playing defense before offense. Right. That's why. And he yeah. still has fourteen points. And like like, like I said, like it, it, he's playing those guys, right? And he's not a hundred percent. And I think I'm pretty sure the injury that was plaguing him, like, was his hand. So for like face offs and stuff, that just makes it like ten yeah. times harder to win. Like I, I think there was one game he was like he won like 30% of his face-offs or something, which is not like him at all. Well, yeah, he's usually, like, top three yeah. face-off percentage ones. So, I also think that Tarasenko being healthy was a huge part because I think in our 11-game win streak, and at one point around then, he had 11 goals, 11 assists in, like, his in like a 10-game period. Mm-hmm. So I think him getting healthy was huge. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. I'd agree with um, Craig Berube coming in in general and yeah. just, like, the fire that he brought and the confidence that he just, like, instilled in the team yeah and just basically said like you guys can do this like this is the team that's built to do this like there's no reason we shouldn't be a playoff team and then um so yeah that just in general and then his like game plan and like just changing the lines until he found stuff that worked um like the pat maroon bozak and like thomas line i think has been absolutely huge for us yeah i think i like his style like his coaching was really just revolving on the forecheck, but it's working. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure, and just keeping that pressure on him at all times. Like, yeah, it's a beautiful thing to watch, and just like he just like 
doesn't care, man. Like, there was that one game where he was, like, out on the ice, like, trying to fight somebody. So you can, <laughs> you can just awesome. tell that, like, he's always got his players back. And, like, after, like, the hand pass goal, he was, like... He's uh, like, don't ask me that. Did yeah, you see that? <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's an enforcer, so you expect him to be, like, all pissed off and have, and, like, the media, like, try and pull some comment from him that's going to, like, make headlines and, like, um, get him fined forty thousand dollars for questioning like the officiating he's like nope we're moving on like yeah. we got a game to play next game like my players are going to do the same thing we're going to come out and play our game and like this game's in the past and next thing you know yeah we're just taking names and giving it to him yeah. so if we do win the cup i wonder if benington will smile <laughs> <laughs> yeah no kidding he has to just right? crack a little one like if a there was smile. one time he's gonna smile honestly i get yeah. yeah, it has to would be have bad. to be it but you <laughs> never yeah. know it'd be it'd be nice to see you for sure or just throw his hands up or like yeah. anything. Yeah. Just like picturing nice fist pump, just, nice hard. He's gonna fist take pump. the cup and just skate off the ice <laughs> <laughs> by himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just just picturing any anyone in a blues jersey like holding up the cup sideways and just like pumping it, dude. Like, yeah. just gives me chills. I also just want to add, I love the Layla storyline that we got going on oh, right now. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like, just like you like, I think it was Kelly Chase that went in and like was like talking to her and like Alexander Steen goes and like sees her all the time and like yeah. talks about her in the locker room and was like saying like we fight for you and stuff like yeah. it's just so cool. Yeah. I'm glad she got to go to those games. Yeah. And I think she too. was at the elimination game last round, wasn't she? I think she was. Yeah. 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 She's our good luck charm. Yeah. It's kind of like Ari. Yeah. PSO Sports One on Instagram and Twitter and pointless sports pins on everything else. If you're going to buy tickets to this insanely expensive Stanley Cup final, use our SeatGeek link. We'd really appreciate it. We could use the money. Um, uh, if that's it. Yeah. Probably take out a loan, too, while you're at it. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Go Blues. Go spread blues. the word. Go Blues. Spread, spread the, the word, word, baby. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.